90s Now with Kelly Alexander and Sharon Hyland. Well, look at that. It's us. Hi, Kel. We made it. 2021. Woo! Hey, Adam. Happy New Year, you guys. Hello. Happy New Year to the both of you. Did we have festive holidays? Oh, yeah. I got together with friends and family. Oh, we were all so close and all in each other's grill. (laughs) Nope. Had great holidays, but respected the rules. Thank you very much. Yeah. I did a drive-by chicken salad sandwich pickup. I think I said that before. I think I told you guys I was going to do that, so... Mommy Alexander came That's through. That's your thing, eh? Your mom's chicken salad sandwich is your go-to, must-have, gotta get it. Yeah, because it's so. the only time of the year that she'll make these. Like, oh, you could be dying on your deathbed and be like, Mommy, can you make them in June? <laughs> no. So. <laughs> so, and I actually took the chance because this will be my second birthday coming up in uh, March, which I'm, I'm assuming it'll be similar for you Sharon and Adam you well this will be your first though this will be my second birthday that that's gone sideways because of pandemic because my birthday hit about two weeks after everything went uh, to hell in a handbasket and so Adam you got your birthday though right I I got it it's still remembered amongst all my friends it's remembered as the last party before (laughs) COVID hit us oh nice (laughs) yeah so this will be my second birthday of non-magic and so I tried to play on that card to mommy Alexander and I said can you please make me chicken salad sandwich she's like i'll think about it i don't think i'm gonna get it (laughs) i don't think it's happening good luck to you yeah well so are you saying then that uh you respected the rules and like you didn't mingle oh no no mingling no no now here's the i will say like so i did definitely did not mingle with my sister and or uh, her children or my brother and or his children Mm -hmm. Uh, my mom I did see a little bit, but she's basically in my bubble because, like, yeah. uh, she doesn't see anybody and I don't see anybody except going to work. And yep. as we know, there's nobody in our studios when we're there. So mm-hmm. basically, my parental unit is in my bubble. Uh, but apart from that, that was it. I did not see... Uh, I did go see one of our friends, though, um, but I stood six feet outside of her house, yep. gave her a Christmas present, and stood back. Very good. Yeah. We did the same thing. We did a delivery of uh, food and gifts. So gifts to my sisters, a little bit of a chat, and then food and gifts to our girls. And then we zip back home, had a family uh, uh, trivia game mm-hmm. with uh, extended family in, uh, in Montreal and Toronto. And then uh, Zoomed with our girls for gifts. Then we parted uh, Zoom ways, had dinner, <laughs> and then Zoomed back after dinner. So we felt like we were together and obviously there's it's the understatement of uh, of the of the time you know it's very different we do things differently but you know what we made the most of it and i think uh, we had a we had a good holiday season how about you adam my mom uh came over to our place because i live with my brother and my boyfriend which is mm-hmm. uh, my bubble and she lives by herself so uh she came to say hi uh she stayed for the 24th and 25th nice. and then after my holiday project was to learn how to drive a standard car. Oh, cool. I never did that before. And I know Kelly drives trucks and everything and like yeah. big trucks. So she inspired <laughs> me to actually learn to, to drive standard. I appreciate that, Adam. Thank you. And, and did I we... am really happy to say I succeeded. Good I for you. Standard car. Right on. You know what the best place to teach someone how to drive manual is actually uh, in, a, in a field. Like where there's no well, ditches. And I know that's probably wasn't possible for you, Adam, but... Um, we were in the heart of the city, but you know what we did? <laughs> Parking lot? We woke, we woke up at 
two and a half in the morning. Okay. Nobody <laughs> was on the road. And we took a really long road that was going straight for a really long time. Smart. Nice. Uh, I learned there. So that's smart. Because I tried smart. to teach my cousin when we were teenagers, and uh, I put her in the in the middle of a really big field, and we still came close to a ditch. And so, <laughs> <laughs> so, so it was iffy there. And I was like, "Watch out!" And then she like <laughs> turned at the last minute. You tuck and rolled out of the passenger side. Exactly. But uh, how did you like the the shifting? It's fun, right? I don't like it as much <laughs> as, I, as I like driving an automatic car, but. I get the fun part of it. I'm slowly getting there. Yeah. Well, for traffic, it's obviously better to be an automatic. Didn't you, wasn't your Honda standard before, Sharon? Didn't we have that oh, discussion? Yeah. 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 I had standard for most of the cars that I've had. And then I think from experience, Adam, if you were ever on, uh, um, and I say experience because I know how to drive standard, but if you're ever on a, on a, like a challenge show, like an amazing race or whatever, and you end up in a country that only has standard vehicles mm-hmm. and you would have to, you'd have to figure it out. So this is a good tool for your toolbox so should you do amazing end up in a country that yes uh like zimbabwe uh (laughs) it's good that you know how to less options yeah (laughs) (laughs) i think a lot of countries actually especially the european ones i feel like there's still probably a lot of standard cars over there Mm because they have little cars so yep when I went to Ireland two years ago, I don't know if I mentioned this to you, but I was uh, very scared because the roads are teensy tiny, And uh, there's actually like in my better half, because she's from Ireland. And so her uh, countryside area, which is on the west side of, uh, of Ireland, near Galway, about 30 minutes out. I'm not kidding when I tell you like we would drive down a couple of these country roads. And obviously I'm used to country roads. Like this is where I live out here in Canada. But like there's times where we would be driving, another car would be coming. You'd have to stop and kind of scooch to the side so the other car could drive around you. <laughs> and I was like, "What is happening here?" <laughs> so it's polite. Yeah, it's polite. It's dangerous though. And I and I kept having these thoughts too because there is you know some nice big homes out there, and I'm like, "How did any truck deliver anything to your house <laughs> to build this thing?" Like I I couldn't helicopters, helicopters. I guess, and oh, even yeah. their even their big trucks, like an 18 wheeler, is not an 18 wheeler. It's like a mini big truck. It's weird. Well, it's funny too that no one has thought it necessary to expand the roads. Yeah, and they also don't. And I don't know if this is like the case in all the European areas, but. In her part of Ireland, there's no ditches. So, like, because we need ditches where we are to, like, have the water run off and the snow and all that stuff. But there's no ditches. So, what they have, though, is, like, these brick or these stone walls. And so, you really don't have much room. Like, let's say you do break down. You you can't fully bring your car off to the side because you'll hit the stone wall. Right. So, it's, like, it's chancy. It's chancy is what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we all made it alive. Yeah, we all made it Thank alive. Goodness, we Sharon, what's on the on the big show today? Well, uh, we're going to talk about how Mel B may have peppered our newsfeed with a <laughs> dash of hope for Spice Girls fans. Uh, we're also going to talk about how the KLF are back. Were you a, a KLFer? I was. I was not, but so this this will actually, uh, you won't be as surprised as I am to learn this uh, interesting stat about the KLF that we'll also give you in just a little bit. Um, we're also going to ha- tell you who made Jared Leto starstruck. And side side subject, Leto or Leto? I say Leto. What do you say, Adam? I say Leto as well. Yeah, I then think it's Jared that. Leto it is. He's yeah. starstruck by someone, and we'll talk about 
who got him a bit gushy on set, and also Candace Cameron Bure, who has a few words for the haters on social media, <laughs> and they are nice words. She's just not happy at all. Yeah, no. By the way, is it AJ McLean who is the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I still can't believe for 25 years I've called him AJ McLean, so... <laughs> exactly. My gosh. Well, now that he is clean, it it, round, it rings uh, truer. It's so a big full him. circle. And by the way, uh, 13-5 for trivia. Ooh. So do we want to go there now? Do we start with a story? Where are we going, no, Sharon? I, th- I think we have to get into the how Mel B has peppered our news feed yeah. because I felt really <laughs> clever coming up with that. Did it take you all afternoon to write that one? I'm like, what can I say? What can I say? <laughs> this is it. <laughs> um, but funny that you should mention 25 years. Yeah. The conversation within the Spice Girls WhatsApp chat group yeah. <laughs> is uh, that they're looking to do something special for their 25th. So, um I think the starting point is that they all are keen on getting back together and performing live again when it's safe to do that. Mm -hmm. Uh, No confirmation as to whether uh, Victoria will be a part of it. So let's just say she's not. Yep. Or who knows? Maybe (laughs) we should stir the pot a little bit and say, well, since it's their 25th anniversary, maybe she will be a part of it. I actually think she might be because it's 25. Like, I don't think cool. I don't think she would do like 80 dates, but I also don't think the other four are going to do 80 dates. They'll do like 10 or 15, make yeah. a bucket load of money and call it a day, you know? Well, the other fun thing, too, is that they acknowledge that uh, fans in North America want them to come and that they want to come. Yep. Um, and the, I, I like the quote was that uh, Mel B said, uh, we need things to look forward to and we can make good plans for something positive in the future. End quote. I love Mel B. She's my favorite Spice Girl. Well, I was thinking about the Spice Girls and their names and how <laughs> she's scary. <laughs> what did that imply? That she was going to beat the crap out of her? Well, I think that she was with like... dance moves? With her dance... She, she has more than the left leg kick out. Know what I mean? Like, she's got the leopard print. There's a lot going on. <laughs> um, I house punch in the face. Exactly. Well, I think she was like the boisterous, I'm going to punch you in the face Spice Girl. So I think that's... Part of, like, where it came from. And she's, like, fierce, right? So I think that's... And, like, I mean, if you're fierce and you wear leopard print, watch out is what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. I I hear you. And then, so I was overanalyzing. Yes, so there's scary. Then there's your sporty. Yeah. So she gets to wear the track pants. Yeah. (laughs) Then there's uh, ginger. Yeah. So she's got red hair. Great. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) then, uh, Then there's baby. What does that mean? Well, she's the little one, I think. I think that's the weirdest one. Yeah. I'm okay with scary because I know what I'm getting. What am I getting with a baby? Uh, well, didn't she used to have the cutesy, like, hair? Like, the little doll things? Like, the little ponytail? problem. <laughs> Here's the thing. Uh, in 2021, <laughs> I'm not sure you could rename the Spice Girls those names. No, you're probably right. Like, yeah. I-, I don't think you could call yourself, like, or somebody could call you a scary woman. Know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> You'd be probably more flattered now. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. There's that. Um, But wasn't for a while, Ginger had, didn't she have like two spicy names or kind of? There was like a, am I remembering that correctly? Ooh, what's the second one? I don't remember. But I thought there was Hmm. like a, she's Ginger Spice, but she's also, like obviously she was Ginger Spice for the long haul. Cayenne, maybe she was Cayenne Pepper. I don't know. You know what? I can't say those. I realize she goes by Jerry Horner now, like, because that's her mm-hmm. husband's name. But to me, she's still Jerry Hallowell. Like, that's my my deal. So, what can't you can't say Horner? You I just, I just, to me, she's it? Jerry Hallowell. It just sounds cooler. Okay. Yeah. I buy that. Yeah. And by do the you way, know who uh, Mr. Horner is? 
Yeah, he's the uh, the Red Bull uh, team team captain or I'm, whatever. I'm Kelly knows everything. Carry <laughs> <Hang> on. <laughs> You're welcome. By the way, um, I know we're just coming through the holidays, and I know this isn't part of our storyline here today, but I just want to say that I I really had uh, some reminiscent thoughts of George Michael over the holidays. I really mm-hmm. did miss him, and this is the first year. Now it's already been a year since the sister died, so yeah. it's crazy they both passed away uh, on Christmas Day like three years apart from each other. His sister as well. Yeah, she died. And I think they finally have released that it was some sort of like, I don't know if it was a kidney situation, like something, like there was something not, you know, working out, uh, I think in that stomach area. So that sounds to be what it was like. But I just, I really, and I finished, oh, that's what I meant to tell you. I finished the Wham book and the Mariah Carey book over Christmas. It was a banner day. Oh, cool. So, um, and I think that's why that got me really thinking about uh, George Michael was finishing that that book, and then hearing, of course, "Last Christmas" every two seconds for the last month. So, <laughs> and yeah, and actually, we should give a shout out to Wham because finally, for the first, because I think the, the song's been out for since 1984. It finally made it to number one in the UK. I think as a number, like as the Christmas song. So good for them you know why i think because everybody kind of took it for granted for right. so many years and then every a bunch of newer artists have since covered it mm-hmm. that you kind of get to a point where you're like well no wait a minute there, it's nice your your cover's nice but let's go to the original the original's just so good it's so good and apparently like yeah. he wrote that in his uh like he had the chords or something like and he wrote it in his bedroom like at his parents place so like he was already on it, and and what was the other thing about that song? Who, who wrote the Wham book? Um, Andrew Ridgely. Is it? Oh, it's his book. Okay. Yeah, it's his book. Yeah, and it's very, I it's very good. You talked about that in the fall, I think. Yeah, I'm. I was super behind in getting it finished, but I was glad to finally finish it. And I and you. I just love how like he's still so supportive of of George, and and it sounds like George was always very supportive. Apparently, actually, just the 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 year that George died on Christmas of of 2016. Uh, Andrew was about to text him because George had sent him like a Christmas gift. And so he was about to mm. respond to that and then got the news that George had passed away. So, and by the way, I don't know if you heard this also, they had to, um, cause I'm not sure if the house, I guess the house is still in the, in the George Michael estate because that boyfriend that he was with at the time broke in again over this holiday period. And they had to have the cops come and yank him out. And he's like, George left me this house. And no, he didn't. And so he had to be brought out. But I think he's suffering from addiction problems. So Sounds like it. There's a lot going on. But anyway, George Michael, super happy that they got that number one, finally. And you know why they didn't get it, actually? uh, Why they didn't get it in 1984 was because Band-Aid came out. Yeah. So that was number one. Then he was number two, or Wham was number two. And they could never kind of get over that hump for the first bit. And actually, George was on the Band-Aid song, too, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah, but Andrew wasn't. Yeah. He missed, he didn't show up or something. So he's not there. Well, it's one of those hindsight things, eh? Like, it's a huge deal. And at the time, it probably seemed like a really cool idea. Yeah. Mm. Like that it, it ended up this many years later being such a cultural reference point to, to kickstart that whole time of, uh, of generating and using their powers for good and stuff like that. Yeah. That would then you know, get everybody else in action. We Are the World would follow and Canada did Tears Are Not Enough and then Live Aid happened in the summer of 85. So it was a huge deal at yeah. the time. They probably thought they were just being, you know, noble in their efforts and trying to yeah. just do something good, but it 
you did something great. Tears Are Not Enough, such a great track. I almost forgot about that one. Very good. It is a great track. And um, historically, like, it looks like such a Canadian video. Right. Do you know? Like, we, I think we have caught up to, uh, you know, technology and stuff like that where you couldn't necessarily tell, um, you know, something was a Canadian or an American or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever kind of video, but it was glaringly Canadian <laughs> at that time. <laughs> like, these were giants of the industry and not just Canadian, not just Canadian industry, but like Neil Young, yeah. uh, Brian Adams, Corey Hart. These were superstars at the time. And, and it. It was like a simplified, very Canadian <laughs> approach. <laughs> Time for trivia, right, Adam? Let's do it. 90s. <laughs> now, trivia. Bing bong. Bing bong. The first bing bong of 2021. <laughs> <laughs> May there be many more to come. Exactly. Bing. All right. So, 13.5, carrying over from last year. Uh, so your names are your buzzers. Here is question number one. Which 1993 movie was loosely based, loosely based on this bobsled team from the 88 Olympics? Sharon. Go, Sharon. Cool running. There we are. Sharon, I'm glad. I was getting a bit worried. It took you a while to get a point the last several weeks. I know. All right. So, Adam, did you have any clue or was she too fast? Uh, She was too fast. I didn't see the movie, actually. Okay. Okay. It's a fun movie. I'm There's sure lots of, uh, it was the Jamaican bobsled team, right? I think in that. Yep. Uh, yeah, very good. All right. So uh, 14.5 at the moment. Here we go. Uh, opened in 1994. How long is the channel tunnel between the UK and France to the nearest kilometer? So guess this number. What's the, um, where to where again? Sorry. So uh, between the UK and France. La Manche. So I need to uh, take a guess the, the closest kilometer. Sharon. Sharon. <laughs> 83. Uh, Adam? Do I ta- oh, before he answers, do I take the closest or do I, uh, if you're way off, do I both, like, do you not want to point? Like, Let's who- go for the closest. Okay, go even ahead. If, even if Sharon's <laughs> over. Um, I'll go, I think it's shorter. I'll go for 53. Adam, you are so close. That's crazy. You ready for this? It was, it's 50. Ooh, nice. Good job, Adam. Very nice. All right. So 14, six. Nice. And that that opened in 1994. Yeah, the year you were born, Adam. I thought it would have been older than that. I figured it was 97 for some reason, but that makes sense. All that mileage, it should be older. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Sharon, back to you. There's a dirty joke in there somewhere. (laughs) There's somewhere. Tube and riding it, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so the KLF being back at it, I think it's kind of cool that, uh, and, and kind of like a, what (laughs) at the Mm -hmm. same time that they've made their music available. So it wasn't available until now. I guess they had taken it off. Uh, any, like, I I guess it was just not, I didn't know this because I still have the, you ready for this cassette single. (laughs) Uh, the KLF, uh, was one of my first cassette singles ever. So like. it was a big it's deal. It's funny that you're saying that because this won't be surprising to you, but I was surprised to read that in 1991, they were the best-selling singles band in the world. Isn't that crazy? Yes. That's, but it makes sense if I just told you my single story. Yeah. Well, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So if everybody else had the cassette single, then yeah, like sort of commitment. Well, see, I had, uh, so I, 
love them, but I never bought the album because I think they did have an album. But like uh, my jam was 3 a.m. Eternal. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I think they came out after that with What Time Is Love. And like that was those were my two jams. And like if you needed to work out to something, you put that business on. Okay, so what's the answer to the question, Kelly? What time is love? At 3 a.m. eternal. <laughs> You're welcome. Ah, yeah. And then so it was a very Jeopardy approach. They gave the answer first and then they followed up with the question yeah, in their second. And then I believe time. it was too. Then they came back because like this was like 91, 92 ish, I guess. And then I think it was 93 or maybe tail end of 92. They came back with another song where they uh, did a duet with Tammy Wynette. Yes. Which was justified and ancient. And it was such a different, it was still dance music, but it was like this obviously kind of. She has like country twang, obviously. Oh yeah. So it was like it was really trippy to hear, especially because if have you you know their songs, right? Like Three AM Eternal, you've heard it. So it's yes. very like hardcore dance. So then when you'd mm-hmm. hear Justified and Ancient, it was like almost like this bouncy dance track with a country singer. So and risky because it like there's no guarantee that that combination will be kooky enough to work, but it did. Yeah, totally worked. And, and actually, it's funny, when I saw this story, it reminded me of like last year, or, or I guess it was last year, because I don't think it was too long ago, um, with Dolly Parton and Galantis. Or yeah, they did a, a, that EDM track together. So that was crazy. I love Dolly Parton. I love the Dolly. She's, every, she's actually turned into like the Betty White. Have you noticed in the last year? Yes. Like she's always been cool, but like in the last year... She's everywhere, and she's everybody's like cool aunt. Like it's and we talked about that. Well, we talked about her uh, on the last show. I think it was the last. Yeah, it was the holiday show that we did. That uh, she's not going to retire. She's oh, yeah. doing what she loves, and she's loving what she's doing. Loving it, Amen. loving it. High kicks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know who else was loving what they did was Jared Leto. Mm-hmm. Or Leto. Who knows how to say his name? Probably Leto. someone. We're going. I think our consensus is Leto. So. We'll say so that we know everything. We're sticking with Leto. Yeah. <laughs> uh, new movie coming called The Little Things. By the way, so watch the trailer because I watched the trailer. It's bananas. It's yeah. really, it's re- and Rami Malek and Denzel Washington together in this movie, obviously with Jared in there, like it's crazy bananas. Like it's Well, I like how you just spoiled the surprise. Okay. Because that's who made Jared Leto starstruck. Denzel Washington. Which makes sense. Right. Well, for sure. The fact that he referred to him as not like, hey, Denzel, that uh, he's calling him Mr. Washington. (laughs) I like that. And also uh, enough of uh, a draw that uh, the character that Jared Leto plays, he kind of thought that he had done before, maybe, you know, a time or two enough Mm -hmm. that um, that he he viewed it as an incredible opportunity. Right. Yep. To do it again. (laughs) <laughs> That's amazing. I think it comes out, is at the end of the month? Um, anyways, it's going to be like, just watch the trailer. So watch the trailer. Yep. Okay. We will watch the trailer. So there we go. When is it? You're saying it's I think it's end of, I want to say January 30th or 31st. It's somewhere around there. And we'll get that available um, online. Online. Like right? Yep. Crazy. Um, fun news about Candace Cameron Bure. <laughs> And by fun, I mean, she's not happy right now. But I have to say, did you read, so you read the full story, obviously? Well, yeah, that she, she posted a picture on Instagram and, you know, send out blessings to the people and kindness and whatever. And then some people said some not nice things. Yeah. And I checked. So the story came in, came out whenever. And mm-hmm. I checked just before we started recording this show that um, 
you know, she's got close to 20,000 comments. You cannot care right. what people are saying. Right. Because you have to take the good with the bad. Mm-hmm. And the bad with the good. So you can't, she was, she was not happy because people were saying things like, oh, you know, she's not even looking or he's doing this or whatever. Right. And and people were rude and people weren't nice. And that's, that's the internet. (laughs) I did wish though, like I did think, because I often think she's bananas lately, Mm -hmm. like the last several years, not when she's acting. I still like her doing her thing, but some of her social commentary, like I was not a fan of hers when she was on, was it The View? Or something like that. Or the talk. She was on one of those. Yeah. So I wasn't a fan of that. But I, I do. And again, like you said, you can't care because you're in a public you know, sphere and that's the way it is. But I did just like that she said, like, it, it's kind of a simple thing. It's like, just, you know, kind of, can't you just be nice? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it shouldn't sure. be that everybody has to have something to say. You know what I mean? No. But you can see where she would rub people the wrong way because she's very, uh, you know, religious um and and uh, open about that and and no disrespect she's entitled to uh you know whatever faith she wants to support mm-hmm. um but the idea that uh, one part of her quote was you know manners and respect if you don't like something just move on mm-hmm. these the there are real people there are people and real feelings behind every screen that's true that's i actually really like that line to be honest with you it's i like true, that line but yeah. the, the idea is that she's got to take her own advice if you don't yeah. like what you're seeing move on <laughs> you know or turn turn comments off right yeah i think pink did that for a while when she oh for sure she got uh, because her and her hu- pink and her husband i found because i follow them and i love what they post um but they would if someone said something negative they would give attention to that yeah yeah yeah. So, and I think the people that make negative comments are doing it for the attention, for mm-hmm. the the wow factor or the whatever. Yeah. Because they want some attention, but she, they can't care. It yeah. Can't exactly. Matter. Um. But she looks fantastic. Oh, she looks. Her and I are the same age. Don't say the age, Sharon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you either, little Adam. Uh, but you know what? Like, and obviously over the holidays too, there was the crazy bananas with her older brother Kirk. Did you hear about well, that? What did he do this time? Well, well he super- he went, I think there was two things. He, he because uh, he's, I guess, not, I don't know if he's not believing that COVID is actually in existence, but he's oh, not my. caring that it is. So they had a, like a, I guess a rally, if you will, to sing carols at a mall in Los Angeles. And the mall actually put out a statement saying, because they went in the mall parking lot or whatever. Yeah. And, and as of our recording, like Los Angeles is a disaster right now. Like yeah. it is not good. There's, you know, so many cases. It's absolutely terrible. Um, our thoughts obviously going out to anyone in that county. But yeah, like he took the risk to do these caroling and like, you know, I think he called it like, the, you know, the right to to assemble. And it's like, not during a pandemic. You know what I mean? Like, just stop that. Well, it's not about your rights. It's about a collective experience. Yeah, yeah. So and uh, don't. <laughs> yeah. Don't do it. You know what? Because if you don't think it's happening, mm-hmm. uh, or if, you know, whoever you uh, bow down to or pray to, if you think that, you know, they're the one that is protecting you, mm-hmm. then why are you buckling your seatbelt when you get in a car? Right. Right. These are These are the rules that are laid out for the greater greater common good the collective not just for one person yeah you know so that when people say i'm just exercising my right to this you know and we have we have rights and all that stuff 
dial it back a notch. We mm-hmm. all have rights and we all, you know, don't want to have numbers increase when it comes to COVID and its negative effects. So if we could just take a second and make smarter choices, then that would be wise. Hey, while we're at it with, yep. uh, with the, um, you know, the Candace Cameron connection and Becky's out of jail. I know. I know. I was on air. Uh, I was actually on air that day when it came out the news. And so I actually got to say, I'm like, breaking news. I'm like, she's out of the, the, she gets to go home to her kids who don't seem to care and are on YouTube. But anyways. uh, So they were probably happy that their parents were away on an extended vacation. Yeah, because daddy's still there. Which they seem to do anyways. Yeah, Yeah. 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 Daddy's still there, I think, till maybe... I don't know if it's March or April. I think he's he's finishing out his because I think he she had two months and I think and, he had five or six. So, and the truth is they wouldn't have had as many or as much time had they just been honest. Period. So right. on, honest by a not doing it, yeah, uh, or honest by admitting that they did it versus clinging to the idea that they didn't do anything wrong, mm-hmm. and then you know you're found out that in fact you did do something wrong. So that's what happens. You go to jail. Sympathy. No, <laughs> none. <laughs> like, really, come on. Um, so we're uh, near the end of the show. Yeah. Uh, and for the first uh, go at it for the new year. Yep. Why don't you give me your top two songs from Tony Braxton? Adam, okay. may I go first? And oh, and in, and in Tony Braxton, Braxton's singing voice. That would be better. Oh, no, I can't. That would be- <laughs> <laughs> I can't either. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say... My favorite is Breathe Again. Nice. Love Breathe Again. Yeah. That's very good. I know everybody goes bananas for You're Making Me High. Uh, That's also good. But Breathe Again is my jam. And I really also like Another Sad Love Song. Oh, that's a good one. Mm. Yeah. I'm part of the people that love You're Making Me High. (laughs) I don't unlove you, Adam. It's just everybody goes with that one. I don't know. I don't unlove you too. Uh, and the other one, it's, it's from her latest album that I've actually listened to uh, a few times. It's a song called Deadwood. Oh, I've nice. heard of that. Right. So, cool. Uh, you're making me high in Deadwood is my very top nice. Two. All sure. right. Well, my top two will also be obvious when I say you're making me high, <laughs> <laughs> but also he wasn't man enough. Oh, that's a great one. And there's good remixes. I'm not that sure there's a Thunderpuss, su- but... Well, she's super low on the tone on... <laughs> that's <good>. What's that, Tony? <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so if you guys want to share your top two from Tony Braxton, fire away. Let us know via any of the social media platforms. We appreciate the feedback. Mm-hmm. Heard from uh, our one prince, Kentucky Shane, over the holidays. So yep. he's uh, cooking... While listening versus walking, which is great. We appreciate that. Just as long as you're listening, Shane. Thank you for doing that. And everybody else, uh, thanks for reaching out. That sounded Canadian, eh? Thanks for reaching out. (laughs) (laughs) From our American friends, that would be thanks for reaching out. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Ariana Grande. Uh, Thanks for listening, period. Happy New Year to Kelly, to Adam. Happy New Year to you, too. Merci. Thank you very much. And uh, hey, you guys, thanks for listening to 90s Now. Still happening.